Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We welcome you back in. Kevin Slayton with you. Nate Lucas is here, too. And we are broadcasting live in the Monster Energy Drink stl-cars.com, Window World, Kings Court on 590 The Fan. Phone lines are open, toll-free, 855-282-8255. You want to get a new car? How about a used car? SUV? Truck? Doesn't matter. Any kind of vehicle at all, stl-cars.com provides the way for you to do it and do it at the right price and do it without the headaches of going to the dentist. I have used them for three different vehicles through the years. My son just got one. They deliver. I got mine from Tennessee. He got his from Alabama. Here's the process. Go to stl-cars.com. Check out the thousand or so vehicles they have on there. Pick the one you want. Call 314-626-3251. 314-626-3251. Ask for Don. Tell him we sent you. They're locally owned and operated right here in Ellisville off Manchester. And he'll get you what you want. He has a huge inventory of vehicles that he chooses from all over the country. Tell him what you want to pay for it, too. And you'll have your vehicle. New, used. The kids might need a new car or used car to go to school. What better way to go than stl-cars.com. By the way, that's how quickly you can make the deal. You don't have to go from dealership to dealership and, and know you're getting screwed and then try to hope for the best deal stl-cars.com. Give them a try. I promise you, you'll be happy. 314-626-3251. I wouldn't tell you to do something I I haven't done, and I have done it, and I'm happy. Three times. stl-cars.com. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice deal. I like it. (laughs) I I like that. I like it. I like it. You know who else I like? I like Coach Prime. And I like Shadur Sanders, and I like what they've been doing. And um, apparently Matt Rule, the coach at Nebraska, rubbed Shadur Sanders the wrong way uh, by standing on the Colorado Buffalo logo at midfield before the game. But also some pregame comments that I guess Matt Rule has said, as has Max Venables at Oklahoma and many coaches throughout the country when Dion took over Colorado. Quick to criticize how Dion went about his business of molding a team, and Shadur Sanders was very loyal to his pops. The coach, the coach said a lot of things about my pops about the program, but now that he want to act nice, I don't, res- I don't, I don't respect that because you hating on another man, you shouldn't do that. So it was just all respect was gone for them in their program. Now I like playing against their DC, I like playing against them, but the respect level it ain't it ain't there because you disrespected us first. 
Well, you know, teams look for an edge. Players look for an edge. They always want to find somebody who's disrespecting them. But if he says things about if he says things about Dion, when he said now he wants to play nice, a rule said that he meant no disrespect toward Colorado by standing on the Buffalo's logo. He said uh, they came in. I asked them. I asked Shadur if he wanted to pray with us. Abs- uh, he said. He said I absolutely didn't want to not shake Dion's hand after the game, even though the crowd rushed the field. He said, I don't care if I get beaten up by a mob. I'm running across that field, and I'm shaking Coach Sanders' hand. So when you're losing, people are going to say all kinds of things about you. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly who I am, and I'm coaching this team with class, and I'm not changing. I went over and I shook that man's hand. Well, Shador says, too late to play nice. (laughs) You disrespected my pops. You said things. For his part, Dion, prior to the game, didn't seem to take – Anything that Rule said as disrespectful, in fact, was complimentary. You will, Coach. You know, I, I do admire their coach tremendously. I, I mean, what he did at Baylor, um, I know things didn't go the way they desired them to go in Carolina, but just that opportunity and, and, and doing what he did is something that that some expire. I don't expire to go to the NFL, but some expire to, to go to, but – I, I like him. He's done a phenomenal job with that team and in, in, in trying to get them in the right direction. They play hard. They play tough. They're physical. They dot eyes and cross T's. And uh, trust me, they're not going to lay down at any means. They're going to come in here and be prepared for a dogfight. They know the athleticism that, <coughs> that we feature and what we come to the table with. So it should be a tough game. So it didn't sound like Dion took exception to anything that Matt Rule said. I don't know if Shador is manufacturing motivation for himself. Sometimes players do that. Um, could be, maybe not. Rule never said Dion's name explicitly when he was sort of poo-pooing the transfer portal and all of that. But I did hear a clip from Matt Rule the week leading into the game, and he had nothing but respect for for Dion Sanders. So is some of it manufactured, probably. But at the end of the day, I think this Colorado team is feeding off all of the negative. Absolutely, absolutely. They got. I mean, Dion is a masterful psychologist too, and he knows how to motivate his guys. He'll have something new for them this week when they play Colorado State. That shouldn't be hard to get fired up for. It's a rivalry game. Uh, but Colorado State gave up fifty to Washington State last week at Colorado State. So I fully expect Colorado to hang half a hundred on them, as Barry Switzer used to say. I had a game at Kansas State when Kansas State wasn't very good with Oklahoma and Barry Switzer was coaching. He was a jerk. He never would meet with you on Friday. He'd, the coach he, would? Oh, he was out partying. Oh. And so his team would get into town on Friday and they'd, they'd be out. And um, so he'd meet with you before the game on the field Saturday. And he wasn't even paying attention. He's looking at his team warming up and stuff. But he, I remember him saying to him, uh, so how do you see this this uh, this challenge today? And he he, he, without looking at me, he goes, we're going to have half a hundred on them and go home. <laughs> and and then they, they did. <laughs> well, that must be nice. <laughs> but Kansas State wasn't any good. But I think if, if if Wazoo can come in there and put half a hundred on Washington State, there's no telling how much Colorado can score. They're going to turn those boys loose this week. How many teams go from being a 21-point underdog in week one to a 23-point favorite by week three? Only Colorado. It's pretty – Stunning. Only Colorado. Uh, article in the local newspaper this morning about how other schools shied away from Dion and they rue the day because they always take the safe route, Missouri. Um, and, of course, this guy mentions other schools. How about the one down the highway? 
He calls Dion the bombastic first-year Colorado coach. There's nothing bombastic about him. Dion is an honest guy, says what he believes, says what he thinks. He's colorful. He backs up what he says. He does things his own way. He does not listen to other people who tell him, oh, you can't do it that way. Why? Because it's always been done this other way. Oh, okay. But in the column, the writer writes, uh, some in the SEC, Florida, Vanderbilt, may be wondering by this season's end what takes their coach so long. Then he says some at Mizzou were probably wondering after this weekend. No, we've been wondering since the day they hired him. Keep in mind, Missouri could have had Dion. They could have fired Drinkwitz after last year, hired Deion Sanders. Before you gave him an extension, before you gave him a raise. They could have fired him when Tennessee hired Josh Heupel, a guy who coached at Missouri. Before you hired him, before you gave him a raise. But Missouri didn't either. So as much as Desiree, the athletic director, wants to claim that she won't accept mediocrity, the proof is in your actions. And so far, your actions scream mediocrity. You're satisfied and completely happy with it, or you wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. But never expect Missouri or a lot of Power 5 schools to ever take a chance on someone like Dion. Now, will other teams come calling? Dion makes less money than Drinkwitz. How's that for a fine how-do-you-do? By the way, bombastic, when you just look up the definition, high-sounding but with little meaning, pompous or overly wordy, wouldn't that be pretty much teed up to fit Eli Drinkwitz? <laughs> I was just going to say, sounds like Drinkwitz to me, to a T. So maybe they, they got their names Maybe he was confused. Wrong. Maybe he was confused because this is the guy that acts like he's an aw shucks, compares himself to Nick Saban at some point, and is 19 and 19. Uh, and I, I'd have to look at each year to see what he actually is against quality competition, but it ain't 500. Well, I went through the statistics yesterday of how his, his team's offenses against Power 5 teams, the scoring average has dropped his initial year one, 2020, 2019 actually, was 26 and a half, and last year it was under 20. So he's actually trending in the wrong direction of offensive output, total points scored against Power 5 teams. And keep in mind that one of those Power 5 teams every year is Vanderbilt. So that skews the numbers. Sure. But um, Dean got a five-year, $30 million deal at Colorado, and part of that was because I think it's either the chancellor or the university president has to be the highest-paid government employee in the state. So Dion worked the deal out for ticket revenue, and he gets a lot of that. He's making a lot more than the $6 million. But Drinkwitz is a $7 million guy in 2027. That's the final year of his contract. So you're telling me you're going to pay him more than Dion? Would Dion ever leave Colorado? I wouldn't think so. Pretty sweet digs. Not only that, this is the school that gave you your chance. It's not like they're grossly underpaying you. And by the time he gets going, I'll bet you – if he, if he wins a conference championship or gets to the playoffs, they'll tear that deal up and they'll rescind that law that says the president of the school has to be the highest paid employee. Dion will be that guy. Or they'll give him such a sweetheart incentive deal. But this is a guy who does it his way. Other, the thing that gets me is the coaches who are criticizing his transfer stuff are all doing it too. <laughs> yeah, which college coach isn't ex- utilizing the transfer portal? Actually, there is one, and unfortunately he happens to be the head coach of Missouri because he can't find a quarterback. <laughs> that wants to play for him. Deion went 27-5 and five as the head coach at, Cal- at uh, Jackson State. 
27 and 5, was conference coach of the year twice. How many coaches would go 20, 27 and 5? 27 and 5. How many coaches that opened their big mouth and, and derailed uh, or tried to take down Deion Sanders would go 27 and 5 at Jackson State? Yeah. Precisely none, none zero. Of none of them. Not only that, but he was bringing a, a first round NFL pick with him at quarterback. And other first-round picks at wide receiver, defensive back. Nah, we can put anybody at quarterback. Yeah, we, we can throw anybody there. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> Coming up in the uh, second hour today, uh, uh, we'll, be, we'll be drinking with Coach Drink. <laughs> so you don't want to miss that. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, but the experts also said that, you know, Dion's teams, his, the talent of his team was in the bottom half of the Pac-12. That's interesting. Because when you take a look at the, the talent that he has, I would say they're sprinkled with first-round draft picks. All over the field. It's incredible. And he's gotten that team to play for one another. They're believing in you know the same, same end goal, and you've seen it through two weeks. They are just the best story going right now in college football, hands down. College game day is coming to Boulder on Saturday. Another coup for Dion. He's going to get all of that publicity to the Boulder campus. Uh, Saturday morning. Uh, they haven't been there since this. I want to say, I know this sounds crazy, but it's something like the 70s or the 60s. It's been a long time since game day paid a visit to Boulder. You know what's cool, too? A lot of coaches, I think, would shy away from the media attention and all of the publicity that Colorado has garnered, and they seem to embrace it. And I think that is a byproduct of having a head coach like Deion Sanders who knows how to attract attention and then live up to the expectations because he did it, not only in the NFL but as a multi-sport athlete. I heard Shadour uh, talking after the game when he, when he said, or after the first game, when he said they came upon a uh, fourth and three situation that had the game riding on it against TCU. And he said to himself, you know, I could get all worked up over this, but I've done this before. And that's the kind of quarterback that you want. And what you're saying, Nate, they embrace this this pressure. They embrace all this publicity because their coach embraces it. And these players are usually a reflection of their coach. And that is why it really was a big, big win against TCU. I mean, had they lost that game, you wonder what the media narrative would have been then. You know, oh, well, they put on a good showing, but they're still, you know, light years behind everybody else and this, that, and the other. But they won that game. And so even if you were sort of waffling inside those walls as to whether or not this team was legit, you got a W on the road against the reigning runner-up. And I think that that plays immensely for them as they, you know, dismantled Nebraska and now will look to throttle Colorado State. I don't think there's any doubt that the confidence of the coach bleeds to the players. When you've got a coach like Drinkwitz, who has no confidence, who has folk, fake confidence, I think that shows up in the Missouri players. And I think uh, a, a team like Missouri against Middle Tennessee State, if you can't blow them out, then who can you blow out? If you can't destroy South Dakota in the second half of the game, who can you destroy? I can tell you who you can't. It's Kansas State. I don't think that's going to be fun. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. I know a lot of people. It's a sellout crowd, and people are all excited. And boy, look at this! Is that what you want? I mean, when when you get to the big time and you get a big time opponent, do you want to get blown out? Because I think you're going to. I do too. I, I if I if the game was starting in five minutes, I'd put a hefty wager on Kansas State blowing Missouri out. Absolutely. 
Because okay. I have no faith. I think this head coach is a total fraud. I, I just think the quicker you move on from the Eli Drinkwitz era is a faster pace towards getting back to relevancy. And as long as you sort of play games with this character, you are just totally screwed. By the way, I don't know if you, uh, if you noticed that Jamel Hill oh boy. says that Colin Kaepernick should get a chance with the Jets now. I'll tell you, does he have any college el- eligibility left? Because, you know, Kaepernick in a Missouri Tigers uniform, I could probably get down with that for a few weeks. She's just, she's nuts. This woman is so ungodly racist, it's scary. Who's worse, Jamel Hill or Keith Olbermann? It's too close to call, as Lisa would say. <laughs> it's a toss-up. I don't, I don't know if you could actually pick one. She says, there's a quarterback right there in New Jersey who took a team to a Super Bowl in an NFC Championship game, rhymes with Happernick. Woo, that's funny. Imagine. Do you know, it's always worth pointing out, Colin Kaepernick lost his starting job in San Francisco to Blaine Gabbert. Right. All right, so let's just always remind ourselves how he lost his starting gig to begin with. Yeah, nobody took the job away from him. He lost the job. How long has it been since Kaepernick threw a pass in the NFL? <laughs> and there's still, every time a quarterback goes down, they will just rehearse the same line. Oh, Kaepernick. Oh, Ka- Kaepernick puts on fake little tryouts. He has no interest in returning to the NFL. It's all shtick, and he's made plenty of money. Netflix caves and does documentaries with him. Nike still uses him as a spokesperson. That man, if you looked up fraud in the dictionary, he's his it. face would be staring right back at you. He is it. Game day, by the way, hasn't been at at uh, Folsom Field in Boulder since 1996. Wow, 1996. So a full generation, a generation ago. Who would have been? I can look it up, but I mean, who would have been main players on that uh, 96 team? 96 Colorado. No idea. Team. No idea. But it's a long time ago, and it, it it is sort of interesting that they haven't been there since then. That Colorado has had some decent teams in the interim period, but not many. They've really fallen on hard times. Keep in mind, they won a game a year ago. They've already won two this year. So Dion has improved. If you could improve your your output by 100%, wouldn't you want that coach? <laughs> Even though the bar wasn't that high. Rick Neuheisel was the head coach. Coy Detmer was their quarterback. And they had some good teams. Ray Carruth. Murderer. Yeah, I knew that's... He killed his girlfriend. Nice. Pregnant girlfriend. Well, sometimes... Sometimes if they win you football games, <laughs> keep in mind uh, they had the Bill McCartney era where, where they where they won uh, they shared a national championship, so they had great teams. Uh, that would have been the late '80s though. So uh, yeah, once the 2000s hit, Colorado sort of went downhill, but Bill McCartney had spectacular teams there. I was that's when I was working in Denver. I was covering those teams. I really liked Bill McCartney. Great guy, strong Christian. Great speaker, Promise Keepers was his thing. He he was he became involved with Promise Keepers and spoke all over the country. Hmm. And uh, those those kids could play. He had a lot of a lot of big time first round picks that came out of those teams, and they weren't afraid of anybody. But now Colorado has been down so long, and here they are. And yet, you know, you look at Missouri, and they haven't won a conference championship since 1969. So they've had game day here. It's been a while, too, and it's going to be a while. <laughs> it's going to be a long while. You know, Eli Drinkwood should be – he'd be better suited to be on game day as a hype man than an actual head football coach. I don't know that I want him on there, period. Well, I don't watch regardless, so. I want, <laughs> here, here's what I want. I want I want 
Taco Bell at game day. That's what I want. I want grilled breakfast burritos with bacon bits for a dollar. I want a double stuffed taco for a dollar. I want the double chalupa in a box with two tacos and a soft drink for five bucks. Those are crave menu items that Taco Bell offers. A dollar crave menu and a five dollar crave menu. You got the AM Crunch Wrap, two different kinds for breakfast under three bucks. A Grande Scrambler under three bucks. How about the rolled chicken tacos? Ever had those? Party pack of tacos for the Cardinals Wainwright debacle tonight. Mexican pizza for the football games. I mean, they've got it all at Taco Bell. And you won't spend much money. You never do. But you get a lot of food. I love to support locally owned and operated businesses. And Taco Bell has locally owned and operated locations right here in our two-state area. In our region, here's where they are. In Missouri, they're in Washington, Chesterfield Valley, Cape Girardeau, Jackson, St. Clair, Union. In Illinois, Waterloo, DuCoin, Carbondale, Springfield, Decatur, Salem, Troy, Jerseyville, and Columbia. Those are all locally owned and operated Taco Bell locations. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, late night, you cannot go wrong at Taco Bell. We'll take a break in the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, Kings Court. When we come back, we'll go drinking with Coach Drink right here, only right here. This is 590 The Fan. 